Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Today we're in a wonderful book called Under His Influence, The Yielding Yielding to the Work of the Holy Spirit by Pastor Lloyd Pulley out of Calvary Chapel Old Bridge in New Jersey. Uh, great book, still available on Amazon and most Christian bookstores you can find. It has wonderful study questions at the end of it. So if you're doing it in a small group or even like we did, we did it as a summer series for our church and it worked out really well and uh, really sparked a lot of conversations, great conversations about the, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that happens to us as a follower of Christ and, and who the Holy Spirit is. Today we'll finish the second half of chapter 7 as we continue to look at the true knowledge of Jesus Christ, part 2. We hope you enjoyed the conclusion in the second half of this two-part study. And we had to come here to help my oldest son who was being a knucklehead and getting in trouble. We left him back here with my, my sister-in-law so he could finish up high school. And he decided to completely just, matter of fact, we showed up and surprised him on a, on a Monday. He had no clue we were coming. And I wish I would have had a camera to get a picture of that. But my daughter, because we had to move from Georgia to San Antonio to deal with it, she felt like she wasn't hurt or she, she wasn't cared for because all her friends and stuff were back in Georgia. She had grown up from elementary school up into middle school, getting ready to go into high school. And so she started cutting herself. Self-image. I, I, Mom and dad don't care for me. And, and it just, that's how it starts. You get back in the jail and you start back into old habits. You gotta be free. But remember, when we live, we, we have to ask God to help us with that bitterness, with that anger. If, if we're struggling, if we're a man and we're struggling with lust, we need to ask the Lord to help us with that. You know, um, it, it, it's all these things that keep us from being free. And there's freedom in Christ. And so God is saying, look, I've given you a gift. Every one of you that are my followers each have a gift. To be used for the kingdom of God. And I'm going to work through you. And I got things that I would like to do with you. But it's a relationship. If you decide to stay in the jail. And put back on the bondage. There's nothing. You have to repent of that stuff. You have to walk away from that stuff. And just say look you know. Because some of us we can be bound by something. And you got to ask yourself, like, what is bringing me joy? 
where is the peace in my life? Because joy and peace should come from God. Is there something that's corrupting me on the inside? Something where I can't be freed because I have bondage in my life. I've allowed some of this stuff to, to kind of get back and, and, and be a part of my life. And it's almost like you, you, you know, you, you're a new creation in Christ. If you're jumping back in the, in the casket to try to bring some of that old stuff back up, because that person's dead. You're supposed to crucify that person daily. This is the problem with our culture right now. And this is the problem with Christians, is they're not dealing with their sin. And then we get out there because we just had a, 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 a pastor fall. Matt Chandler, great teacher of the word. Inappropriate text between a girl on Instagram. Sin. And it's like we have to deal with this stuff. If, we, if there's bondage going on, there's something that's happening. The only thing you're supposed to be addicted to is Jesus. You gave your life to Christ, that's your addiction. He's, he, that's who you follow is Christ. You die, to the, you die to self, you follow him. And in Romans chapter 1, verse 1 says, Paul is a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle set apart for the gospel of God. Paul, who went through, man, just so much, and yet he called himself a bond servant of Christ, a doulos, a slave. That man was beaten, stoned to death, and left, left dead outside the, the city. Walk, gets back up. Like you talk about punk rock. Homeboy gets back up and goes back in the city and starts preaching again. That's the kind of Christians that we need in this world today. They're going to come at you. They want to bring AR-15s and they want to surround the thing. I don't have any problem with you. Because I love you and I want to share the gospel with you. And I'll sit and talk with you while you stand there. You know. Boldly I'll do that. And if you want to try to kick me out of the town, then that's fine. We'll, I'll come back in. we we got to stand up. We're free. But we're free to serve Jesus Christ. He tells you the things that we're supposed to put off and put on. We've gone over these many of times. To be a servant of Christ, one of the things he talks about is in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. He says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife. Like if you have problems with another brother or sister, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissension, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and these things like these, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. See, these things put us back in bondage. And that's what the world wants to do. He wants to enslave you. The enemy wants to put you back in that, that jail. You know, and, and, and people who claim to, to, to live their life and and say, you know what, I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. And you look at those, those uh, 
in Galatians 5, verses 19 through 21. And God says, yeah, you're living your life, but you're not free. You're not free. You're free to obey Satan. Because when you're living under those things, you're free to obey Satan. When, you're, when you choose not to follow Jesus, you're following, following the, the, the prince of this world, which is Satan. And you could try to live a good life, but eventually that corrupt nature is going to show. It's going to be brought to the light. Because every one of us has been born with what? Sin. Every one of us. And, and, and within that sin, it actually corrupts the way that we think. And our actions. That's why God sent His Son Christ to die on the cross. It takes grace and the power of God to set us free. And these are the qualities that should flow out of us. As you're a follower of Christ is grace. In Acts chapter 8 verses 9. Uh, and I won't read the whole thing. You can read it when you get time. It's, it's Acts chapter 8 verses 9 to 24. It's the, when the magician or the man named Simon. Actually practiced magic. And they called him, in verse 10, they said they, they paid attention to him from the least to the greatest, saying the man is the power of God that is called great. And then Philip comes in and, and um, he sees what Philip is doing and says, but when they believed Philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, and they were baptized both men and women and even Simon himself after, he, after being baptized. He continued with Philip and seeing the signs and great miracles and performed, he was amazed. Now when the apostle at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, uh, they sent Peter and John. So Peter and John go to check it out. And they haven't received the Holy Spirit yet. And it says, and then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given the, through uh, the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money. This is a man who gave his life to Christ and was baptized and is corrupt because he's doing what? He's taking the old way that he used to do stuff and he's going right back to it. I can buy this and then the people will love me. And that's what I'll do. But then this is another thing that's very important. Because I don't know why, why we think that we're supposed to be just love, love, love. We are supposed to be love. But there's supposed to be truth too. Okay? This is very important. Because Peter checks him. I mean, Peter doesn't play around. Peter says, but he said to him, May your silver perish with you. Because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You neither part nor let a lot in the matter, for your heart is not right before God. Peter just bluntly tells him, hey, you need to get right with God. He says, repent, therefore, the wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, in the intent of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in gall of bitterness and in bond of equity, inequity. 
And Simon answered, Pray for me to the Lord that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. Peter rebuked him. If somebody's not living right and you know they're not living right, you need to talk with them in love. You don't go over there and start beating them over the head with the Bible. You pray. Let me tell you. The biggest thing that, that we make mistake is is we don't ask the Holy Spirit to be a part of it. We're not praying for it. Like, Lord, I need to talk to this person. I need you to soften his heart or soften her heart so that way we can have a conversation about this thing that's going on. This division that we have between each other. Because I don't want to be upset with my brother or my sister. I want to deal with this. I don't want it to cause either one of us to stumble. But you need to be praying before you ever go over there and, and speak. Or if that brother or sister's in sin and you know they're in sin, you need to say, hey man, I love you. You know what God's word says. I'm praying that you'll make that 180 turn that needs to be made back to the Lord. That's love and truth. But this is a thing that should be pouring out of us in Galatians 5.22, and y'all know this very well. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Is love pouring out of you. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. The Holy Spirit came so we can relate to each other in a godly fashion. This is why the Holy Spirit came. So uh, that, that He could display love through us. That we could practice self-control. You know, that we could actually be patient with each other. Because it's the Holy Spirit doing it through us. Right? It's God working in our hearts. But when you're bound up with feelings of rejection, or you're hostile towards somebody, or you're angry, or you have resentment, you're back in bondage. Maybe, maybe even you can be just, um, uh, you're, you're all about the money and you've gotten to be a greedy person. There are people that way. They're back in bondage because they're allowing money to control them. God is love. And, and freedom in the person of Christ, the love of God throws, uh, throw, uh, flows through you. And other persons understand the love of Christ because it is God that's being glorified. That's why you can have those conversations and people will say, man, I don't know what it, what it is that's different with you, but there's something different. And that's when you're like, man, I, I, I just try to live my life for, for the Lord. And I, I'm not perfect. Do you know Jesus? Personally? And that's how the conversation opens up. We can't, we can't be free if, if, if we're not willing to totally surrender to Jesus. We've got to protect our freedom. That's why it says in Galatians 5.1, For freedom in Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Therefore, I do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Don't submit to it again. You're standing firm. You're persevering. You're being cautious. You're living a godly life. 
Don't let people load you down with religion. Right? You have access to God anytime, so you can confess a sin right then. If you, <laughs> if you go, man, you just thought something about somebody, you know it's wrong. Confess it. Deal with it right then. Don't let it linger, because then when it lingers, you go, man, that person did this two weeks ago. You never let it go. You're hanging on to it. And then it becomes this other thing. And you still don't let that go. And then it's just like that ball rolling down the hill. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That snowball. You got to deal with that stuff. You have access to God. Teresa was just talking to me. And we were, she was remembering when she went through. Because she grew up in the Catholic Church. And she remembered going through catechism. And part of the, the deal was you had to actually go do your um, confession with the priest. And she said it was you felt so guilty because you had to walk back in front of everybody to the priest do your confession and everybody's talking as you're coming out because they're like what did she say or what was they you know did she tell them about such and such or did you know all that stuff and she's like i don't have to do that no more i have access to god all the time now and that's what i need to, like i need to be to have the freedom to say you know what lord i need to ask forgiveness for that and to understand like he's going to forgive you And you can live in that freedom. Don't put yourself back in the jail. Don't put yourself back in the jail. It's so easy to do that. You have the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Don't let anyone steal your freedom in Christ. The devil is trying to do that every day. He wants you back in the jail. Even though you can get up and walk out anytime. There's nothing he can do at this point. Besides tempt you and try to get you to fall back into sin. That's all he's trying to do all the time. And just like he knows the things that will get you. Like if you deal with anger, oh, he'll give you every chance to be angry. If you deal with bitterness, he'll give you every chance to be bitter. If you have resentment, man, he'll bring up stuff in your past, in your memory. Oh, man, I remember when he did such and such. All you did was go get milk. You come back and he's all angry. You're like, what happened? <laughs> all that resentment was brought up by the devil and it put her in a bad mood. It happens. Lust. Look at it on Facebook. Next thing you know, you got stuff on there that you're like, where is this coming from? I've had that happen before. Turn it off. I tell every one of those ads, I don't want to see this. It's offensive. You know what's funny is every time you do that, three or four more ads will show up. So I just turn it and let's put it away. It's the devil. He wants you back in bondage. But you have freedom in Christ. Past, present, future sin forgiven. You're justified. Just as if you did not sin. So live in that freedom. Live with the power of the Holy Spirit. 
remember it's our our faith in in christ is it's our walks are it's a very simplistic thing but it's hard at times right but i think we make it harder on ourselves because we try to put ourselves back in the jail so remember you have the holy spirit the power of the holy spirit cling to that stand firm in the faith And live for Christ. Live for Christ. And that's it for our summer series. So I know it was a tough book. I know it brought, probably brought up a lot of stuff for a lot of us. You know, to deal with. And, and, and again, it's the reason that stuff gets brought up is so we deal with it. <laughs> you know? Because if we don't ever deal with it, I had, uh, trust me, I got a family, my in-laws don't deal with anything. They just, they just keep putting it under the rug. And over time, man, then when that big fight happens, whoo, Lord have mercy. I remember getting in with my father-in-law. My father-in-law told me, you know, I don't like that you curse in my house. It's before Christ. And I was like, I've known you for 15 years and you've never told me that. Like, if you would have told me that on day one, I would have never done it. <laughs> but I was like, from this point on, it won't happen. I apologize. But it was like just hanging on to stuff. But because that, that fight, and can you imagine how long he held on to that? And how much it bothered him every time I opened my mouth in the house? Because I was an army guy. I, every other word was a cuss word. And he hung on to that. He's a very patient man. But it's like, why, why would you just not just tell me in love and say, look, Mike, you're demeaning yourself by talking like that. You don't have to use all the, that language. And I prefer you not doing it in my house. Very patient man. Very patient. But I believe that God has given us the, uh, the ability to... Uh, to discern what is right and wrong and, and when something's not right you need to let your brother or sister know but you need to do it in love and truth it's it's we have the word of god it's like hey i love you this is what god's word says because look i don't want to see you keep going off the path like i every now and then i need somebody to kind of you need to get over here a little bit more, Mike, because you're, you're getting the... I need that, too. I have men in my life that, that, that God has gifted me with, godly men that will let me know, hey, can you check your heart? You need that. And so live for Christ. Live for uh, the freedom in Christ and stop. Look, the jail cell's open. You don't have to be there anymore. Don't even, don't even visit it anymore, right? But that's why you're a new creation in Christ. You're, you're supposed to, the old has died. When you start dumpster diving and start trying to pull some of that old stuff back, like, I can do that. Don't do that because you're just putting yourself back into bondage. Okay? It's like trying to grab an outfit from the 80s or something. You're going to go try to put it back on or from the 90s or whatever, you know? Let me go let me go grab that. It's gonna look good and you know, 
Let, you should have let it. You should have gave it away back then. <laughs> right? I think I was watching something with my daughter the other day, and it was the early two two thousands, and um, the outfit that that was like. She goes, man, Dad, I can't believe she's she wearing the big. That's when they were wearing the big tall boots and the the flared pants and all that. And it's like I can't believe. It. I was like, you had all that those clothes. Cause I can show you pictures of you were dressed like that, you know. Don't don't go try to bring the old back. Nobody. The reason God made you a new creation is the old needed to die. And that was a, a sinful nature that we had, and we don't need to go back to it. And remember, if you're struggling with some type of bondage or sin, or even bitterness or whatever it is that you're struggling with, it's Christ that has the power to help you to overcome that sin. It's Christ. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light and you'll find it. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to give to this ministry, uh, what I would always suggest is give to this radio station. It's because of this radio station that we have great expository teachers uh, for you, and I would say uh, make that donation to them. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you. Remember, you can find us at calvarydivine.org. calvarydivine.org. God bless you.